Hey, welcome to Talk It Easy. I'm Ashton. Before we get started with this episode, I would like to take a moment to talk about the brand new official Talk It Easy subreddit called r slash talk it easy for sharing memes, giving suggestions, and even being featured in an episode of the show via a brand new in the work segment where we take a look at the subreddit and pick a few lucky posts to read and talk about. This episode is all about school stories, so we hope to find you intrigued by our tales of the past. As per usual, this is my mom. And let's get started. Here we go. My very first school memory, the earliest one I can remember, is diarrheaing in preschool. I remember preschool. I remember diarrheaing in preschool and hiding under the playground because I was embarrassed. Under the playground? Under the playground. There was this like, it was like a castle type thing. Oh, like under the jungle gym. Yes. And I remember it was like elevated and there was like wood chips. And I was like trying to bury myself with wood chips underneath it. I was like laying down on my stomach. You know, oh and I was God. like, I was like under there and I was like, I can't let anybody know that I diarrheaed. But the second I stepped in, the whole room knew. Of course. The whole room knew. So I had to have my grandma come and pick me up and take me home so I could take a shower and whatever. Yes. So, and that's my very first school memory <laughs> is the diarrhea escapade after going to hometown buffet. Trauma. That was not hometown buffet. I don't know no? what that was. No. Really? I don't know what that was. You did there was another one. have an accident after Home Down Buffet. Involving Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> so I used to take you to the shops in Chino Hills for their annual Halloween trick-or-treating from store to store. Yes. Because that was so much better than going house to house. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, it was like you would have to walk a mile between houses to find someone that was actually giving away candy yeah, there you at go. this point. So we would go to the shops, and that was much better because we would walk the entire parking lot of this huge, you know, complex mm-hmm. shopping center. And in the center, they had like a stage with a band where they would, you know, kids would play. And yeah. Like hokey pokey. You yeah, know, that's cool. Fun stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, super cool. And then um, every year we would go to Hometown Buffet uh-huh. for dinner. And then we would go home and that would be our yearly Halloween tradition. Yep. We would get Hometown Buffet and then we would get our ice cream cones and we'd leave and, you know, do a little yeah. bit more trick-or-treating. Yeah, cool tradition. And then head home. But you started getting a tummy ache in the car. I must home. have eaten too much clam chowder that time. Maybe. Yeah. I probably did. You didn't make it into the house. Oh, yeah, no. So, Grandpa Dad had to, like, strip you naked in the front yard. Yep. And wash your pants with the water hose. (laughs) With the water hose! There you go. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. So, yeah, two diarrhea escapades. Right in your Anakin Skywalker costume. Right in the costume. Remember the lightsaber. Official Disney store. Oh, yeah. The next school story that I can remember is the time there was a group of kids and they were like playing Power Rangers, right? And I went over and I was like, hey, can I play Power Rangers with you guys? And they were like, no, there's no more Power Rangers left. We already have like green, red, blue, and like, what's the other one? Like There's black and white. And then black and white. And then I was like, oh, I could be the pink Power Ranger. Yeah. And they're like, you can't be the pink Power Ranger. What are you, an idiot? And they like ran off. And I was like, you oh, can be a pink Power Ranger. You never knew that there was any kind of gender yeah. conforming colors in the world. Yeah. Your favorite color was pink when you were little. Oh, yeah. And no one ever told you that that was not okay. Uh-huh. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. I know. It's so weird how, like, before you can form opinions, I guess, you just don't. You already know. You Which default kinda, to being cynical. in history, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because it used to be pink was for boys and blue was for girls. Really? Yes. 
back in the I don't know Teddy Roosevelt days yeah there's a picture of him wearing a pink dress boy I mean every baby wore dresses until they were like two or three That's years old right, yeah because they didn't want them peeing and pooping in their little you know outfits yeah so it was just easier to keep clean if all of the babies wore dresses all wow. all babies wore pink dresses back in the day uh-huh it just make it just makes everything easier yeah there you go. And then all of a sudden something switched. No Anakin Skywalker and now, escapades. I guess because of consumerism, uh, yeah. pink is for girls, blue is for boys. Yeah, it's just so much easier to market something towards a specific young age group when it's a sp certain color, right? Yeah. I okay, the next thing I can remember is Snow Day in Kindergarten. Oh, yeah. I remember Snow Day in Kindergarten. They would bring in this truck with a giant ice shredder in the back, and they would get massive ice chunks and shred them into snow onto the playground yes because wow. we live in an area that is devoid of snow right so yes. snow day yeah super cool i remember they didn't allow us <clears throat> to do snow angels or snowballs they, they snow angels i remember it was snowballs snow angels were, i think the reason they didn't allow you to do snow angels is because they basically put together like the company came and yeah. built a ramp like thing out of hay bales uh-huh and then they covered the entire thing with snow and there uh -huh. was snow around it but the main feature was this big slide yeah and they had little discs for you guys to go up to the top and slide down this little hill mm -hmm. so if you were trying to make a snow angel you were going to get run over by somebody yeah yeah i remember so that's that. probably why they didn't allow snow angels and then no snowballs obviously kindergarten yeah no snowballs you, yeah and then we don't want a kid you yeah. know busting an eyebrow but i remember that that was so much fun yeah that was so cool i remember snow day didn't that happen like a few years like every year, they did it every year. They would but do you it were every only year. In kindergarten for one year, but they so only do it in only kindergarten, participated right? Participated for one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was gate. The next sort of major thing I can remember, uh, that's somewhat positive, is is gate. Mm -hmm. I, it's an acronym. I forget what the acronym is. Gifted and talented education. There it is. I remember the gate test in elementary school. Primarily, kids are accepted into the gate program just because the teacher believes that they should be in it yeah okay so throughout your career at the first elementary school you went to the teachers there were in my opinion way too strict mm -hmm. just way too i mean i remember going Stuck in, in books. to a parent teacher conference and the teacher which was your second grade teacher first grade teacher first grade teacher mm -hmm. so first grade you're still a baby oh yeah you're like six years old and the teacher says it's as if you're in a constant state of play i remember those words I remember asking her as a six-year-old, isn't he supposed to be in a constant yeah, state of that's play? Yeah, just... Aren't you supposed to make learning fun so they think they're playing while exactly. they're learning? Exactly. You're not but ready. But this teacher was like trying to be a college professor. Oh, yeah. You know, in first grade. And yeah. that was just... You got these little dudes running around. But anyway, none of the teachers that you had considered you for gate because... I don't know. They just saw you as the playful, the class know, clown, ADHD kid in the oh, class yeah. that they had to deal with. Just trying to make everything a game, right? Yeah, but then when we moved to Whittier and you went to school in La Mirada, your first teacher, Mr. Brown, yes, said, "I'm going to have him tested, you mm -hmm. know, for gate." And I didn't know it's because you know that was his first year with you, so he didn't see how you grew from yeah, first grade yeah. to fourth grade. He just said, "Let's test him for gate," and you. I looked up what the heck is a gate test mm -hmm. because I wasn't sure if I should, you know, have you practice or coach you a little bit or anything like that. And it was basically one of those tests where it's like triangle, square, circle in a triangle, what's next? Mm -hmm. And I, in my brain, I'm like, uh, purple? I don't know. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm like, you know what? It, I, there's no way for me to show you how to do this. There's no way for me to kind of coach you or yeah. have you practice. So I figured if this is something that you're going to do, just you're going to do it naturally. Leave it up to fate. Yeah, leave it up to fate. And of course you passed. Oh, yeah. Color. So you were in gate as a fourth grade. Now, looking at like a modern IQ test, it was similar to like an IQ test right. where it's like, like you said, it's like weird funky stuff. Like yeah. here's three triangles. What's the fourth one? What's the fourth one look like? Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. And looking at a modern IQ test, it's somewhat similar to that. So and there were a lot of moms that were something. messaging me saying like, oh yeah, my daughter's in gate two. It's, it's pointless. There's really nothing Not different about wow. it. Not a big deal. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, first of all, my kid tested into it. Mm -hmm. Didn't just get, you know, accepted into it because the teacher thought they were smart. This kid's good at behaving. Right. And so you tested into it, first of all, which is a difficult test, and you did it. Yeah. Second of all, you were put into a special program because of GATE. Oh, yeah. This school district actually had you in separate classrooms for mm -hmm. GATE. Yeah. And you were assigned essays and book reports when the other kids were just doing worksheets. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a big deal in our district. Big projects. And all of these parents, when I'm telling them that, they're like, oh, oh, well, I didn't know. Well, mm. Gate means something over here. It, it is, might not it, mean something to you guys over there. It's got sustenance. Yeah, but I mean, in the Diamond Bar, well, Walnut Valley School District, it's like everybody's in Gate. From yeah, the get yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. I have another story involving fourth grade specifically, involving a post-it note and some crazy false profanity. I remember I had a post-it note with something written on it. I don't remember what. It was some message, and there was this group of kids trying to get it. They wanted to know what was on the post-it note. So my genius young fourth grade brain made a fake post-it note that just said like, suckers, or something like that, mm -hmm. with like an exclamation point. And I, I pretended to be like, fine, here it is. And then I like hid the other one, the real one, like somewhere else. And they saw it, they were super salty about getting bamboozled. Mm -hmm. So they took it to the teacher and said that I was shouting profanities at them. No! So I ended up getting in trouble for that. And then there was a miscommunication. I don't know what these kids knew in fourth grade, what the teachers thought we knew in fourth grade, but they wrote something completely different on like the official report of what I said. I wrote suckers, S-U-C-K-E-R-S. -E yes. I remember having to go to school and explaining because I know you're writing uh -huh. what it said. Yes. And the teacher was like, oh, well, that makes more sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they did not expect They thought you. I wrote something completely different. Yeah. The teacher was surprised. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were surprised. And I remember like, I started crying when I saw yeah. what they thought I said. Yeah. And I was too panicked to tell them the truth. I was just like, yep, I guess I'm a criminal now. No, I said this. We worked it out. It was uh -huh. good. That's good. That's good. Because I remember my teacher handed me, like, the paper. And, it, and like, at the bottom it said, like, he said blank for, like, a profanity report. Yeah. And next story, kind of transitioning into high school, because I don't really have any middle school stories that I would like to discuss, because they're not very <laughs> positive. Middle school was bad. Middle school was very bad. I will say one thing about middle school before we go into the next story, and that is that middle school is not a fun time. It's not a fun time for anybody. No, middle school is yeah. not a fun time for you. It's when everyone's awkward. Everybody's awkward. Like your teeth are bigger than your face. Everything is, yeah. You're growing hair in places and you're starting to stink. Yeah. It's just not, like if I were a teacher, I would not choose middle school. Oh yeah, being a no, middle school teacher has got to be right like. I would go from elementary right to high school because ooh. I couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I don't know if I would be able to. I think middle school for you is an entire new segment for another day. Oh, yeah. I could just do one episode <laughs> talking about middle school. It was terrible. Terrible to the point bad. where I had to pull you out in homeschool. Yep. You. I only did sixth and seventh grade. Yeah. 
So we'll get grade, to that another day. Eighth grade was done in the shadow realm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's another thing for another day. We'll middle talk school. about that later. School stories part two, all about middle school. There you it go. It can happen. So transitioning, skipping over middle school, going into high school, architecture and engineering academy. Yes. Sort of like gate two for me. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to get into it. Basically, it's uh, you you don't really test to get in. You fill you out an application. Yeah, you fill out an application. You have to write an essay. And then you have to write an essay, and then you have an interview. Yes. And then they look at your GPA and everything through past grades. Right. And then you get ac accepted uh, or not, and that kind of forms your schedule for the, for the next few years of, of high school. I remember I got into that, and I really didn't think I was because one middle school story is that gate testing was happening to like mm -hmm. get into gate and i was like okay i've left elementary school i'm not in gate anymore so i've got to like test back in mm -hmm. you know sort of like to check to see if i'm still just as as smart and i knew what was going on and i got called into the gate room i got called into the room where they were doing the testing uh, during pe i was out there and i got called in i walked into the room it was a hot day i walked in the air conditioning there was like doves singing songs in the corners of the room. And it was like a holy light was in there. I was like, I am here to test for gate. Walked over to the teacher and I was, the words, where should I sit, were in my mouth. About, I was about to say them and the guy looks at me and hands me a detention slip for tardiness. Uh, I was like, okay, you can, go back, you can go back to class. That's because once you're in gate, you stay in gate. Uh, yeah, you and now to, that I know that. Yeah, you don't have to test in. So, they may have been testing for honors courses. Maybe. And that up, you've yeah. never tested for honors courses. Yeah, yeah. But I, that, it doesn't bother me that you're not in honors courses yeah, because, yeah. honestly, it's just more work. It's just more work. It's more work and it's more in-depth, which you do already anyway. Exactly. Which you'll prove in your SATs if they have you because yeah. they're not having kids even take the SATs anymore. I know, it's crazy. Right now because of quarantine crazy and, how times and everything else. Right yeah. Now. They're not even considering SAT scores for college applications for mm -hmm. like the UC system. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't think I was going to get into A&E. I didn't think I was going to get into it because of that experience. So Well, the middle school that you were in was a magnet school. Yes. It was a science STEM. STEM, right. Science, STEM. technology, engineering, and math. Yes. You were in there and you did great. You, you got like 100% in the engineering portion. Oh, yeah. All of the engineering courses I, I aced with flying in colors. science and technology, engineering, and math, you always did great. Oh, yeah. You lost interest and then that's a whole other story. I lost interest and got but demotivated. But because of that, that we, when we went to go talk to your counselor when mm -hmm. you were trying to get your schedule for freshman year. Yeah. We explained to the counselor that you did go to Hutchinson Middle School. You did great in yes. engineering and science there. And so she's like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and put you in engineering as a freshman. Yep. And then, you know, when it came time to apply and actually interview to be in the academy, uh -huh. it was like, I mean, you're a great speaker and you're a mm -hmm. great interviewer. So I think I nailed the interview for sure. Yeah, you did. I still feel confident you about it. You got in. Oh, yeah. You got in, so you did great. I really didn't think I was. I remember when I got How many kids slider. out of the entire grade get in the entirety of freshman year 36 were allowed 36 36 i was one of 36 of every single possibly potentially every single freshman right because not everybody applies well there are several it's academies. still got to be a math yeah and there are several there's academies. the engineering academy there's a culinary academy health there's a health academy business uh-huh a business academy doesn't even exist Either, like you never see like the business room or anything nobody knows what was going on with business academy you just never see it anywhere. Well, everybody has like their uniforms that they wear. You guys, yeah, have, like, I think they wear a shirt. suit every Friday. You know, they you just never Friday. see it. Yeah, it's like and an then I see joke. the the health academy kids wearing their scrubs with you know. Yeah, yeah, scopes. yeah. 
And then we, I don't think... You guys just have polo shirts. Yeah, we just have like the polo shirts and the windbreakers. And you have to wear that to field trips, stuff like, like that. Like $80 windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I say it's worth it just because you, it can potentially stick with you like your whole life. You can have those memories. Oh, of course. So I'd say it's worth it, but still pretty crazy. And then next thing about high school is Sea Perch. You know all about Sea Perch. Sea Perch is a competition that the A&E kids kind of... So the A&E class, yeah. right, in your, in your main homeroom class uh -huh. with Mr. Alvarez, you guys yeah. um, put together Sea Perches using a kit that you're given. Yeah. And a Sea Perch is an underwater vehicle. It's a PVC pipe submarine, essentially. Okay. And so it goes in the Ran pool at school. Yes. And then you guys have to go through an obstacle course underwater, uh -huh. pick up balls with it, yeah. put it through a hoop. Yeah. And you guys have to all do all of All sorts of obstacles. Of yeah. You have to do all of this within a certain amount of time. Uh -huh. And whoever's fastest. It, it kind of, you guys had a competition where it was narrowed down to the best team uh -huh. in the whole class. And yes. the best team in the whole class got to go to the actual competition at another uh -huh. school. They're like regionals. And you and your group. We did it. We made it. You guys made it. Uh-huh. We made it. I was the pilot. Mm -hmm. I drove the actual thing through the water. That was me. Mm -hmm. It was all like super cool, happy celebrations at the celebration, at the celebration, at the regionals until disaster struck. Oh my gosh. Heartbreaking well, first of disaster. All, your teacher left. Wow. Yeah, the teacher just booked it. He left because Before I Before we were his about to go up. Toddler or something had he a had to pick up his game kids. or something or he had to pick up his kids. Um, but he basically left you guys at the competition. We with were just nobody. sitting there, yeah. <laughs> and then the it was our turn to go up. the only kids without any kind of coach or yeah. any kind of. We had I no mean, guidance. Dad and I were there trying to help you guys, but yeah. we really didn't know what the heck to do. But when you guys put your seepers in the water, it just happened? sank. It sank and it just would not go up. It did not have enough power, and we couldn't figure it out why. So I was thinking maybe because you guys added some tape Yes. to the, because um, you guys had PVC pipe with pool noodles. Yes, to make it flotatious. To make it flotatious. Flotatious. <laughs> to make it float and and to make it buoyant. Yes. And so I thought maybe you guys had added too much tape. Mm -hmm. So you guys pulled it out of the water while the clock is still going and you're trying to modify this thing. Yeah. You put we took it, a bunch of tape off. You put it back in the, the water. The clock is ticking. And it was still just dead. It just still sank to the bottom. And that was both of our tries. Everybody gets two. We wasted both of them. Now, had your teacher been there, he would have said, hey, guys, maybe it's the battery. Our battery. The old crappy battery that I gave you the guys. The teacher gave us a dead battery. So the battery just didn't work. But it you did had not two. work. We had two batteries. So for the second segment of the competition, you guys were able to put on the new battery. Yeah, and it flew like a sailor. Yeah. It was beautiful going through that water. Yeah. But we just did not get a single that award. Was such a Because we were only able to partake in half the competition right. basically we had no coaching we had no guidance and we had no battery right for the first half that was terrible but that now was for next year yes hopefully you guys make it again yeah and hopefully we get to do the competition oh yeah because i i actually took home the sea perch and made modifications and i've been adding stuff taking away stuff making it perfect yeah so and i'm so i'm ready for next time the next time i get a chance we're gonna make sure everything is in ship shape we're gonna make sure we have our coach before we go up, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Oh yeah, it was super heartbreaking. But heartbreak, well heartbreak can it can turn into the hardest. I remember of after your, after your coach left, and I'm looking out around the room. It's like this huge multi-purpose room yeah. at this other high school in Fullerton, uh -huh. and I'm looking around, and every single other school has a table with a spread. Yeah, like chips, donuts. 
um, you know, chicken nuggets, yeah. all kinds of drinks and sodas and waters. And, and you guys are just standing in the middle of the room with your bags on the floor. Like, what do we do? Yeah, we're sitting there. It was so disappointing. I was so upset. Yeah. So dad and I ran, uh, you know, to, we were limited on funds. So we ran to the 99 cent store. Yeah. We found all the, you know, string cheese and Lunchables. Snacks, and, everything. You know, we got like a cheap little bucket and we filled it with the ice from the 99 and uh -huh. put a bunch of drinks in there for you guys and ran back and gave it to you because you guys were just there like all by yourselves and it was so sad. Mm -hmm. I felt terrible. But next year, next, next year, year, if we do it again next year, I know what I, I'm getting like, I'm going to have it catered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you guys like a bunch of Subway sandwiches. We're going to get egg rolls. We'll get egg rolls. We'll, we'll get egg totally rolls. Get we'll get egg some rolls. chow mein. We'll get whatever you guys want. Heck, yeah. Everybody picks their favorite dish and we're going to reform it. the team. I felt, I felt terrible. You guys deserve it after what happened. I really I really hope so. I really hope that we can go back and, and do what we need to do. I'm going to have, you know what? I'm going to have like tables with, with linens and silverware. And you guys are going to look like you came from like a rich school. Oh, yeah. And... And I'm gonna have like waiters serving you guys oh, with yeah. like a towel over their Red arm carpet treatment. with like Perrier oh, served yeah. in like champagne glasses and because all the water. other all the other schools around they're like we're the, we're the the Title One funding school yeah we were the underdogs <laughs> for sure super underdogs like we are that movie that what was that movie that I took spare you to see parts. spare parts oh my gosh what a good movie yeah the kids we thought we were spare parts definitely definitely we were we really were but yeah. then we got we got screwed over we got bamboozled oh that was terrible we got next year i'm telling boozled you boozled into oblivion next year i'm i'm even gonna i'm gonna hire like a a, a, a string quartet uh-huh to play while you guys are eating your oh nuggets. yeah another team <laughs> gave us their sea perch did they yeah another team super cool awesome guys they after the whole thing we were allowed to like take them home mm -hmm. uh just to keep them and they didn't want theirs so they're like hey i mean you guys are going back next year just want ours for spare parts and like i was like heck yeah so it's like way super improved so that's a whole that's a whole chunk of of lore right there for you and i remember somebody's hair got stuck in a motor yes that happened there was a girl with long hair and they were practicing I don't know, somebody turned on the sea perch close to her hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her hair got stuck in the blade, and they were there for, like... Yep. I, I didn't really know what was happening. Yeah. Because there was a group of, you know, a little bit of commotion right yeah. in front of where we were sitting on these bleachers. Uh-huh. And people were, like, surrounding this... I thought something had happened to their sea perch. Uh-huh. And then it wasn't until, like, maybe five or ten minutes of them, you know, all this commotion and stuff, did I realize that one of their coaches was trying to get her hair unstuck from one of the uh -huh. one of the blades. What, so I'm yep. like, Mom to the rescue. Boom, I always have everything. We so had to rescue them with scissors. Pulled out my scissors from my backpack. You guys took it, and they were freed, like, in 30 seconds. Yeah. And they were like, thank you so much. But I can't believe nobody else thought. Nobody had scissors. <laughs> in <laughs> a competition scissors. with PVC, nobody had cutting materials. No. Nobody had anything for but that. She had a little chunk of hair taken out, and then yeah, they, and then they there was just hair in that motor. Forever. But what happened when your boat sank, or when your sea perch sank? Nobody helped. Nobody came to help. Nobody no. came to help. Yeah, or nobody give advice came to help. Nobody, anything. nobody came over and was like, "What's wrong with you guys?" We were just yeah. sitting there, like, "Well, oh. here we are." But since you guys were the last ones in the water, there was a whole crowd of people. Oh yeah, you guys on. We when we went back for the second one, my comedic energy attracted a group of people mm -hmm. my friend my co-pilot was playing coconut mall from mario kart wii mm -hmm. and it was like it's like this funny song and and i was like making the sea perch like do flips and like dance in the water as mm -hmm. it's like like going through the, the the obstacle course it was the part where you guys had to move water bottles empty water bottles yeah and that, it was fun you were floating on top oh, of the yeah. water and you just 
so we made the most of it. We were having a grand there, old yeah, time. Yeah, everybody else was done with their competition, and everybody was just watching you guys. Like, the whole you on thing, the, the whole freaking place shut down, and they were all watching us. Yeah. It was that crazy. Was cool. It was awesome. Next year, Mark and I was. Oh, yeah, next year, we're going back. We're doing stuff. Doing it. So the next sort of thing I wanted to talk about, the next sort of major school thing that I can talk about, is my awakening to the LGBT community. Mm -hmm. My sort of my sort of acceptance of myself. And just kind of finding out. I remember middle school, somewhere around middle school, where I started to realize some things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, but just not being in a position where I could just, you know, be open with somebody about about that kind of stuff and they would not make fun of me. I wasn't in a situation like that. Anytime I would do anything remotely close to not being super straight, like, you know, riding a skateboard constantly, mm -hmm. you know, like not being a cool kid, uh, it was just not a fun time if I wasn't being like that. Right. So I wasn't able to sort of come out of a, any sort of shell mm -hmm. of any kind. And then I went into high school and high school was very different because there were so many like cool accepting people and it was like such a, a community where there's people like that there that I could have potentially hung out with but I just was so used to like repressing all those feelings and everything all that all that stuff but I just wasn't able to sort of break free and then eventually I did thanks to the pandemic I finally had a break from everyone's bullcrap and I was able to awaken in the privacy of my own home, mm -hmm. it was great. And now I'm getting into activism. Like I'm, I'm being as activist as I can be now. Now that I'm like awake, basically out of my shell, and I have more freedom, mm -hmm. I'm getting really into activism and just fighting the good fight. You know, you were stuck in a cocoon for like four years. Four years. You know, I was yeah. so emotionally repressed, I couldn't even enjoy music. You can That's tell us something about that. I just. That's true. Yeah. I was so worried because. Anytime I would put any kind of music on, I could put on hip hop, I could put on country, I could put on, uh -huh. you know, I don't know, dubstep, Spanish music, anything. dubstep, stuff I used to listen to in high Thinking school, stuff back in like, the day. and everything was like, mm, it's okay, yeah, yeah it's like, good, it's no, music, it's, good. it's fine, whatever, it's music, no I had no deal. soul, but nothing gave you passion, like, I had nothing no fire, was like, I had no passion, heck yeah, so even I, I've started putting like death metal on, I was like, like an empty stone, and all kinds of music, just to see if anything would kind of wake you up, and I was an just, empty stove, you were just stuck, I had no fire in my belly, until nothing. you started listening to the Beatles, oh yeah, oh and yeah, and then that just opened up your whole world, uh-huh, and we started playing Beatles Rock Band. Yeah. Everything just totally looked up for the better when the virus came around. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you Four opened up years. in lots of different ways. Oh, yeah. yeah. Started in middle school, ended very well, recently. Well, you were going through, like, I don't, I don't, I didn't even know what the cause of it was. I what were your thoughts, like, seeing you, you like just, that? You were, you went from being, like, this happy, energetic, hyper kid all the time yeah. to, like, just completely closed off and sad and depressed. And I didn't know yeah. what to do or how to help you. I even reached out to a couple of, um psychiatrists wow that were like yeah i'd love to work with them but it's going to be like 1200 dollars a session and oh, i'm like oh there you go that's okay, how they get you i don't know what to do at this point yeah and i mean the, the one that i spoke to i spoke to him on the phone for about an hour and i could tell that he was like in his house doing something and he had me on speakerphone while he yeah. was doing what he was doing but when i explained your situation and you know how you were in elementary school to how you were in, in middle yeah. school he was really um, interested to find out more about you, but he understood that 
because he didn't accept insurance. That's why he was okay. so exp he was so expensive. Mm. He didn't accept insurance. He was cash only, but he just he took the time to talk to me on the phone for about an hour about you mm -hmm. and just give me all kinds of advice on what I could do um, to help you out. And it was like you went from having you know straight A's and stuff to middle school. You just didn't even want to do any work. Yeah, completely you didn't want to do anything at all. You were like just. All my energy. Yeah. Is gone. All my from from what I could tell, you seemed like you were depressed. Like you would stay in your room all the time. Yeah. You didn't want to like hang out with us. Yeah. We would hang out together and then you were just alone. Yeah. You didn't want to hang out. You didn't want to do that's, anything. That's uh, the perfect word to describe it. I was just alone. Yeah. I was just, it was just me versus every single problem that a kid in middle school has. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any good solid friends at the time. I just... I pretty much, I had nothing at mm -hmm. that time. I, I really had nothing and I kind of, it's not that much of a, of a triumphant story. You weren't exactly homeschooled. No. You were going to um, the, well, for high school kids, it's the continuation school. Yeah. When they get kicked out of high school, that's where they go. Uh -huh. But for junior high kids, you were like a distance learning kind of thing mm -hmm. where you would go in to see your teacher like once or twice a week. Yeah. Right? And I think then, it was like for two hours at the least yeah, a, it, week, a week. That's it. Two hours. I think two you had to go in two hours on Tuesday, two hours on Thursday or something like something, that. Yeah, something like that. And then you would sit with her um, on your little laptop From like 10 for two to hours. 12. She was your best friend at the time. Oh, yeah, totally. Mrs. Schuler. She was Yeah, she was nice. so awesome. You guys were like friends at that time. Oh, so, yeah, totally. So you had somebody out of the house. Yeah, like I had a few friends out. there. I, it was really cool to be yeah. there. That was really all the human interaction that I had other than being home. But then once you entered um, high school, then your personality really started to grow. Totally. But still in, in freshman year, you still didn't have the best friends. Like you yeah, didn't no. have the best little Freshman year, very beginning of sophomore year, I had wonky friends. That's it's all I'm very difficult say. when you come from another school district yeah, yeah. to a brand new school. Because they all know each other they're, from middle school. They're already established. And then here comes me. I have to do the most yeah. just to get recognized by a group of people. But so now I'm you just know that take you don't what have I can to. get. Yeah. yeah. Now you know. And I think that's where your problem was because you were trying to be so extra. Yes. In getting these people to like you that you were just like being, I don't know. I like, just became, I was trying to prove myself. Yeah. To these people. But in, it makes you in do dumb high things. Yeah. Like, hey guys, watch me eat this sandwich of, of rocks and ketchup. Exactly. Like, look how cool I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Just trying to, <laughs> yeah, just trying to go above and out. beyond, right? That did not work out. Yeah. But then sophomore year, you did much better. Yeah, sophomore year, I started to heal a little bit, especially after the pandemic when I just kind of had a break to be by myself. It, you would think it would make things worse, you know, no. after a long recession of, of being super depressed and dark and lonely, you would think that the pandemic being stuck inside all the time would have really hurt, but it helped for some reason. Just it helped to just be alone to, with my thoughts and of myself. Course. You and know? you were still talking to people, but in when you're in this kind of situation where you're only talking to people over social media, you have a chance to stop and think about what you're going to say. Uh -huh. Whereas in school, you kind of blurt out whatever it is you think is going to sound cool at the moment. Exactly. And you're not sure how people are going to respond, but you're yeah. trying to be cool and you're trying to be hip. And you're There's a to... term for that. Schrodinger's douchebag. <laughs> you know the theory of Schrodinger's cat? There's right. a cat in the bunker. You don't know if it's dead or not. In the box. Schrodinger's douchebag. It's You say something and you determine whether you were joking or not based on the reactions of the people in the room. Yeah, that makes sense. You basically kind of have to do something along those lines, something yeah. to that effect when you're really super desperate. But thank goodness you grew out of that. Oh yeah, I did. Absolutely, I crawled out of that hole all by myself.
And that's pretty much all I've got for now. Those were good stories. They were? Mm-hmm. That's good. I hope they were interesting. Good stories. Oh my awesome. gosh. Middle school, though? Yeah. That's going to be a whole next episode. Middle school is traumatizing for me. Oh, yeah. Me especially. <laughs> yeah. Middle school was traumatizing for everybody. Oh, my goodness. So much stuff went on. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a whole crazy episode next time. But this was a good, ep- this was a good episode. Yeah. Cool. I like those stories. I hope you guys learned something about me and my backstory, my, my redemption arc. Mm-hmm. My diarrhea antics. I enjoyed your story. Sweet. That's awesome. I enjoyed telling them. I love stories. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. It's time, to wrap, it's time to wrap it up. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you later.